I am full of mistakes and imperfections. Therefore, I am real. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining, welcome. Thanks for giving us a shot. You can subscribe to Wisdom Worth Knowing on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So if you like what you hear, please uh, do so, and also like and share, because it helps the show grow. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. I am full of mistakes and imperfections. Therefore, I am real. Whew. Man. This almost feels like something we should say out loud to ourselves every single day when we wake up in the morning. For those of you who are new to the show, the subjects are actually selected by the Facebook community based on engagement and feedback. I kind of like to touch on things that can seem to spark a, a nerve. So the ones that kind of spike in terms of engagement, um, to me, have kind of struck a nerve in some way, and so they're worth discussing. But this one in particular is interesting uh, because it's amazing how little we value ourselves in a lot of ways and how hard we are on ourselves. I've talked about this previously on the show. Um, there's a there's a book called 12 Rules for Life uh, that is definitely worth picking up. It's by Jordan Peterson. There is a chapter in that book in which he discusses how poorly we take care of ourselves and how much we basically hate ourselves to the point where we won't even take our own medicine. There's a section in there where he discusses the statistics of how well people take care of their pets versus how well they take care of themselves. The title of that rule, by the way, is take care of yourself or treat yourself as if you are someone you care about because we have a tendency to take better care of others and people we care about than we take care of ourselves. I think the reason we do this is super complex. I think there's a lot of reasons, but I think one of the major cornerstone reasons we do this is because we generally loathe ourselves and we hate ourselves because of this awareness of our mistakes and imperfections. Many of us are fully aware of our mistakes and imperfections, but we never reach that second part of this quote where it says, therefore, I am real. Because that second part of that quote is like a self-acceptance part. Not everybody, actually, I would argue most people don't reach that second part. Some of us don't even reach that first part. Some of us don't even have any self-awareness. We don't even think we're full of mistakes and imperfections. We think we are perfect. Granted, that's a small percentage of the population, I think. But we've all met them. <laughs> we've all met the perfect people. I, I do joke on the show that perfect people are the most boring to have conversations with because, well, what are you going to talk about other than them? How great they are. 
my uh, my dad used to tell me when I was growing up. This is something that um, I think kind of stuck with me. I don't know if it was consciously or unconsciously, but he said, um, if you have to tell a person how great you are, you're probably not that great. And it's the same thing for perfect people. If people have a tendency to tell you how perfect they are, they're probably not that perfect. It's kind of built in. The lack of greatness and the lack of perfection is built in. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, that's a sm very small segment of the population, uh, I believe. I don't I, I don't think there's a whole lot of people out there who genuinely think they're perfect and, and on flawed. I actually think the opposite is true. I think most people are deeply, deeply aware of their mistakes and imperfections. I think this becomes even more apparent since we're in a social media culture. I think since we are social creatures, we compare unconsciously. I think that's part of the reason social media tends to be pretty toxic for us. It's not good to have a constant reminder of how, first of all, how perfect other people can be, but also an edited version of that perfection. It's one thing to compare ourselves with people who are better than us in whatever area or field we are trying to improve ourselves in. But when you're constantly reminded reminded of the ideal or the perfect version of people because they're so well edited on a social media platform because people edit they don't even do it on purpose they just edit like i don't go around bragging about all the things i do wrong <laughs> generally i'm only going to share the things that are going well right and so you this confirmation bias thing that occurs on social media where we only share the positive things and we don't we aren't honest and we all do it admit it you do it rather than sharing our flaws leads us to a false perception of others especially in a social platform because we assume that because whatever they're sharing is in line with their reality again this is part of the social creatures thing it devalues or deflates us in a lot of ways because we're like well i wish my life were as good as theirs in reality, our lives are as good as theirs, at least in moments. But if you snipped together all of the great moments of your life and all the times you were perfect or were great at something, your life would look equally perfect. And that's really what I think social media is. It's a stitching together or a weaving together of all of our perfect moments, in most people's cases, <clears throat> that leads others to a false perception of who we really are. And again, I think we do this unconsciously. I don't think we do this on purpose. I don't think it's natural for us to share our flaws. The consequences of this uh, on a psychological level are, are horrible. And this is true for me. Like, if I spend too much time in social media, I will unconsciously or even consciously compare myself to these edited versions of people. And it is very difficult to accept my own mistakes and imperfections because we are social creatures. It's very difficult not to compare. And and I'm not alone in this. I mean, and I'm, this isn't just a theory. Just at this point in history, I'm sure if you're listening to this either in real time or sometime in the future, right now it's March. Well, it's it's 2022. You may be listening to this in 2024. I don't know. But at this current moment in time, if you pull up the statistics on things like Instagram 
and how it affects teenagers and children emotionally, it's, it's horrifically alarming. The, the outcome is, is, is poor self-esteem, poor self-image, depression, anxiety, suicide. These are all up on a statistical level. And, and then people ask why. They're like, well, I'm not as pretty. I'm not as thin. I'm not as... You, you fill in the blanks. I'm not as funny. I'm not as smart. I'm not as popular. I mean, you fill in the blanks. We all have it. I'm not as... And that's because we are constantly berated with images and edited versions of people that are seemingly perfect. And the people who rise above the fold are the ones who edit the best, right? So then the supposed heroes of our culture become the ones that are not necessarily the best people, but the best editors of themselves. They have the best persona. That's a terrifying prospect. When your cultural heroes become the best fake versions of people rather than the best real people, that has consequences. Just look at the statistics. Obviously, it has consequences. And then if you put into that equation the people who get to pick and choose the heroes of the culture, which would be the, the Googles, the YouTubes, the Twitters, the whatever the social media giant is of the moment, who gets to select who the heroes are. Because they know that on an unconscious level we compare, then they're like, well, we want people to be more like this person. And so then they choose the winner and then they rise that they raise that winner above the fold so that they have a impact on people. They force them into a position of self-reflection and comparison. Because they want more people to be like this person. That's a very scary prospect. When we've reached a point in history in which a small group of people get to choose the cultural icons. And, and it's not just in social media. It's been going on since Hollywood kind of rose above the fold. Maybe it's been going on forever. It's just become easier. It probably has been going on. We've always had, as a culture, we've always elevated certain heroes above the fold. It hasn't always been so politically charged, though. That's always the problem. We used to select heroes based upon character and, and virtue and values that we would idealize. So we would idealize, like, the best version of humans. You know, a, a heroic person was the one who was the most courageous, who would stand up against evil, who would overcome adversity. We, we had a character-based... Well, it wasn't just character-based, because there, there was a lot of times it was especially when you look at like the Greek gods, there was, there was a lot of times a visual ideal as well. And while these ideals are, are generally good because they do kind of give us something to aim for, they can become incredibly toxic. Before we continue to move further into this, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, 
For a limited time, you get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right. For 30 days, you'll get access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing if you discover audiobooks are not for you. No problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. And sign up right now for this limited time offer. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. So as I discussed at the beginning part of this podcast, this this self-worth and self-image thing and the fact fact that we loathe ourselves and we have this inability to take care of ourselves is not a good thing. We need to, first of all, hopefully be aware of our mistakes and imperfections and then move into that next part, which is the therefore I am real. We need to move into a place of self-acceptance. So many of us spend an immense amount of time avoiding these dark corners of ourselves We avoid the mistakes and imperfections because they terrify us. They're embarrassing. Uh, We're afraid that we'll never change, and that may be true. And so we generally just shove them down deep, and we avoid them. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to crawl into the darkest corners of our heart, to really fully understand the depths of our own capacity for evil, This is something I've always struggled with. I think everybody does. But there is a a benefit in doing this. There's a benefit in crawling into those dark corners of ourselves. And, And not only crawling into them, but accepting them. Crawling into those mistakes and those imperfections. Moving toward a place of self acceptance doesn't mean that you have to like it. It doesn't mean you have to like that part of yourselves. It doesn't mean that you have to celebrate that part of ourselves. But it is good to be aware of the things that are ugly and and the worst in us. Because then we can start making decisions that will protect us from that part of ourselves. If we have a tendency toward selfishness or a, a tendency toward hating people, a tendency toward lying, cheating, stealing, All of these bad behaviors, then it's good to know that. It's good to know that there are parts of ourselves that are imperfect so that we can avoid situations that may lead us down the road to lie and cheat and steal and and be unkind and be unloving. The sad irony or paradox of existence, in my opinion, is that we avoid the thing that ultimately leads to our freedom because we're afraid to confront the thing. (laughs) So let me me put it a better way because that was really confusing. So the paradox is because we never crawl into our mistakes and imperfections we never actually 
cultivate the capacity to overcome our mistakes and imperfections. So it's our avoidance of these things, in my opinion, and in my experience, that prevents us from being able to overcome them. It's just like a project you might have at home. If you avoid the project indefinitely, guess what will never happen? The project will never get finished. So avoidance of things that we don't want to confront will almost certainly guarantee that those things never actually get addressed. And so the paradox is in order to <clears throat> overcome our mistakes and imperfections, we must first accept our mistakes and imperfections. Now, I don't know if you're a religious person. If you're not, that's totally fine. But I believe that this is one of the cornerstones of, of what Christ was trying to teach. And Christ, by the way, is one of the most represented, misrepresented characters in human history. I, I highly recommend you actually read what he said directly rather than what other people say he said. Um, but there, there, there's this cornerstone of necessity in crawling into ourselves and experiencing a death of acceptance so that we can be resurrected from that death. Life is a full story of death and resurrection. The spiritual life, I believe, much like the physical, much like you build physical strength, you have to destroy your muscles through exercise. And, and you literally do destroy your muscles during exercise so that they can be rebuilt stronger. And then you destroy them again and they're rebuilt stronger. So I, I feel that life has this fundamental death and resurrection aspect to it. Most of us don't even realize and part of what Christ, I think, was teaching was that we have to walk into ourselves and our mistakes and our sins, so to speak. We have to experience death and forgiveness of those sins. That's why I believe Christ's unconditional forgiveness is absolutely essential in our growth. And if you're not a religious person, then at the very least, you need to learn to forgive yourself if you don't accept Christ's forgiveness. Because we need to die to that part of ourselves. <clears throat> we need to die to our mistakes and imperfections. Because that creates opportunities for us to be resurrected. And to come back and reconcile those bad parts and bad corners of ourselves to reality. And move toward that acceptance of therefore I am real. It's amazing how we don't really fully unpack so much of ourselves. And, and, and again, this is not something that we are all going to do perfectly. And, and there's still corners of my heart, many corners of my heart, in which these mistakes and imperfections still get extracted. They come out at different things. Certain things trigger them. And, and it's like, okay, well, where did that come from? And so taking the time to kind of crawl into those and understand ourselves better. It, it does take a tremendous amount of courage. And, and if we don't know that we are forgiven, no matter how dark that part of ourselves get, forgiveness gives us the courage to walk into that. I get it. I get why nobody wants to sit around and, and, and contemplate all the bad things that are wrong with them, because then they have to carry that around with them. If they don't have the benefit of forgiving themselves or being forgiven for those dark corners of their self, themselves, then it's only natural to never want to address them. 
It's only natural to want to repress and suppress those corners of ourselves. So then when you come across that person who has absolutely no self-awareness, to me, that is the most natural thing in the world. It might seem ugly to us, but it's like, well, there's a reason for that. Crawling into the darkest corners of ourselves is not fun. And they may not have the emotional tools necessary to deal with those dark corners of themselves. They may have never been given the emotional tools to deal with them. And therefore, they are not real. If you've encountered a person who is not full of mistakes and imperfections, but rather they believe they are perfect, they aren't real. They are the most unreal people you will meet. And they do exist. But it's also understandable. So it's important that we don't judge them. It is understandable why people find it. People who are fake are generally terrified. Mostly they're terrified of being discovered. That somebody will figure out who they really are and what they really are. And I, there's a whole season of my life in which I was fake. And I didn't even realize it. I was running away from my self-awareness of certain imperfections in my life. And I was so scared that people would find out. The only way to describe it is like being a scared kid. And it was just like around any corner, something could, somebody could jump out and, and say, there he is, the liar. And it, and it was when, when we are liars and we are not genuine and honest with ourselves and we haven't reconciled the dark corners of ourselves, it's a very terrifying and anxious place to be. Like I said, I've been there. And, and I'm sure there's still areas of my life in which I do avoid and I don't even realize it. So if that is you, I would encourage you to, to, to just say, to start admitting to your mistakes and imperfections. Just do it to yourself. You don't have to walk up to somebody and tell them about them. Although it is healthy to have a friend. If you are a religious person, you can talk to God about it anytime. Spoiler alert, he already knows. <laughs> One of the things that keeps us from God the most is our awareness of our own sins. And the more we are aware of them, the harder it is to get close to them. But that's another paradox. And it's, in, it's another reason that forgiveness is absolutely essential in having a relationship with God. Because if we don't accept the forgiveness of all of the evil that we have done, then getting close to God is nearly impossible. How can we stand before perfection when we are so unwilling to be imperfect or be okay with being perfect? There's a saying that, you know, one of the, you know, a person's at their closest with God when they're on their knees in humility. And I think that does kind of, it visualizes what this process look like, looks like, what this process of self-awareness 
looks like. And, and like I said, even if you're not a religious person, there's value in that. There's value in knowing that we are at our closest to conforming our personalities with reality when we are most aware of our rebellion against it. When we are at our most, we have our most humility against it. I hope I'm communicating that well. Language is so limited. It's and, and I'm so, my knowledge is so finite that I often fear that I'm not communicating this effectively, but I'm hope I'm hoping I did that did that well. <clears throat> Wisdom worth knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's right for a limited time, audible.wisdomworthknowing.org to take advantage of this free 30-day trial. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. I want to thank you for stopping by. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. We are on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble. Your likes and shares help the show grow. If you prefer the podcast, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So make sure you do that before you go or as soon as you're finished. And until next time, Remember, I am full of mistakes and imperfections, therefore I am real. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today because that's all we can do. Have a great day.